0: Colored sand beaches, lush rainforests, and two active volcanoes. The Big Island of Hawaii is our final show in our series on the Hawaiian Islands. Episode 51 starts now.
1: Welcome to the Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny. The (laughs) go-to podcast for families on the move.
0: Welcome friends, I'm Rob. And I'm Danny. And this is episode 51 of the Family Vacationer. We've thoroughly enjoyed this series on the Hawaiian Islands. Each episode has been a fun and interesting look at the different personalities of each island. Before we start this show, we want to encourage you to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Also, if you enjoy listening, please leave us a good review wherever you listen to your podcast. The Big Island, officially called Hawaii, is the largest island in the Hawaiian archipelago. The island is home to 12 distinct climate zones. Resort areas are located on coastal areas, leaving the interior of the island largely untouched. The average temperature in those coastal areas ranges from 71 to 77 degrees, which sounds
2: pretty amazing right now. Joining us to talk about the Big Island is Deanna Isbister. Deanna has been a hospitality professional for over 25 years, born and raised in Hawaii, but also having the opportunity to live throughout the western U.S., Deanna has worked for many of the major hotel corporations, both in Hawaii and the mainland and currently works closely with professional travel advisors on destination awareness and responsibly promoting the island of Hawaii. Deanna's passion is to help create a memorable visit to the island of Hawaii by sharing its unique qualities, encouraging ways to immerse visitors and island activities that will help educate on the island's history, culture and goals for responsible travel. Deanna, welcome to the show.
1: Aloha, mahalo for the opportunity to join all of you.
2: Thanks for being here. So Deanna, we've been talking a lot in this series about the personalities of the different Hawaiian islands. How would you describe the personality of the big island of Hawaii?
1: There, you're absolutely right. So because each island is so different, it does have its own qualities for us. Everybody's just so unique. And, you know, the one word that we relate to as the kind of the essence of our island is inspiring. Mm -hmm. So that's how we want all our guests to feel while they're here, after they leave. And it's all about getting outdoors, getting out, just driving, just exploring, just just to experience all the different kind of climate zones here on the island. Because you literally, you can be laying at the beach in the morning and you can look behind you and you can probably see snow at the right time up at Mauna Kea or you can be hiking Mm -hmm. in the morning in the rainforest and later in the afternoon, you might be snorkeling. So a lot of people too don't realize how large the island is. We have over 4,000 square miles. and So there's just lots to do. It's about going out there and driving and exploring these days, especially. (laughs)
0: I'm I'm curious, how do locals refer to the island? Do they call it the Big Island, or do they they just simply say Hawaii?
1: So our true island name is Hawaii. So you have like Maui, Kauai, Mauka'i, Oahu. For us, our true island name is Hawaii, but our nickname is the Big Island, of course, to everyone. So, you know, growing up, I would hear, and I would use Big Island, as many locals do, but... You know, there's been so much, you know, many years now, so much pride in kind of being immersed back into the Hawaiian culture, the language, you know, our charter schools for the kids nowadays, more Hawaiiana. And, you know, you just feel these days that everybody is more referencing our island as Island of Hawaii or Hawaii Island. And me personally, Hawaii Island kind of feels natural for me now. So gotcha. yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. that makes sense.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: You know, I this is a little extra question um sure. because I'm a language nerd. Um mm-hmm. you, you were mentioning schools. How how uh, common is the actual Hawaiian language there? Is it regularly spoken or taught in schools or
1: you know it varies? I originally was born on Oahu, and okay. I did go to Kamehameha, which you know fully is uh and language was offered there, Hawaiian mm-hmm. language. Um, and I I think, you know, eventually over the years, there may have been less of it um, going on in the schools, but it mm-hmm. has made to come back. You know, it's it's kind of like uh, rejuvenating, you know, the ukulele, you know, the kids now yeah. they play it in a different way. You know, they make it fun. They kind of adapt songs that people are used to. Right. Um, yeah. So it's kind of resurged that. And same with the wine language, wine culture. It's, you know, people more want to be immersed in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. They want to do more cultural activities. Um, they attend more cultural festivals. Um, but as far as in the schools, I do see it offered more than ever. And also, um, you know, the desire to go back and learn more of the, you know, the cultural part yeah. of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, obviously, what families might want to do and see depends on the ages of the children, their their family yeah. travel styles, things like that. But we're going to put you on the spot. What is a yeah. Top five list of the must see stops when you visit the big island?
1: Well, people want beaches, of mm-hmm. course. And, you know, at times there's that misconception that we have no beaches because they think of the volcano and they think that it's just lava mm-hmm. coastlines like everywhere. Yeah, right. okay? And that's so not true. <laughs> so they want the beaches. We always kind of promote just get out there, see the national parks on our island. Um, Hawaii Volcanoes National Park is our number one attraction, um, but there's eight in the state of Hawaii, we have five of them here on island, so you know I would kind of encompass that and try, if someone's come in and doing an itinerary, try and incorporate the national park. so that's kind of high on the list for me because there's a lot of education there, there is that cultural component at most of them. Um, the going back to the volcanoes just yeah. spend time with the park rangers just checking out the lava tubes, walking the trails, just hear the story. So people are really still curious about what happened in 2018, you know, that made the news and all of that. And that's where the rangers can kind of share all of that with you. So there's still that curiosity going on. Um, all about the ocean activities, family friendly, you know, getting out there, the snorkeling, just the catamaran rides, um, evening swims with our manta rays. Okay, mm-hmm. um, that's fun as well um yeah but just waterfalls and science and astronomy i think is an important part of our islands so visiting the astronomy center on the Hilo side um, a lot of people want education you know and incorporate that with their trips Mm -hmm.
0: well one of the things you've already touched on this a little bit but one of the things i found interesting Mm -hmm. was the differing climates that are on the island can you talk a little bit about what families should know in that regard so you know i know how my wife is she she wants to know how to pack so yeah. you know, being yeah. so many so many different climate zones how should they prepare
1: yeah so you know that the island is so large that we are we're lucky we we are very diverse so diverse climate kind of equals to all these diverse activities too so the west side where i am on is generally kind of known as the sunny side of the island got all your beautiful beaches everything there the east side there some people say it's raining. I don't. I say it's lush. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, <you> lush.
1: <laughs> that works. Yeah. So you kind of, people do, they come here to, to explore the entire Island. So you just kind of want to make sure when you pack you're packing for those kind of lazy beach days, you're packing, maybe bring a light portable rain poncho or something if you need it. Um, um, definitely. If you're going to head up to higher elevation, things like, maybe a horseback ride or something up in Waimea, which we consider Paniolo country up there, or cowboy country. If you plan anything higher elevation or go to the volcano at night, definitely bring a jacket too, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that kind of will cover, kind of cover your trip.
2: (laughs) Yeah, gotcha. (laughs) Well, a while ago, you've mentioned volcanoes. You know, I, I just got to give you my personal experience with it. We, we flew from Oahu to the big Island years ago, and we got in a, a rental car, drove all the way up to, I don't know if there's one main volcano or whatever, but we drove to a volcano. It was uh, absolutely amazing. And, and this is such, you know, an interesting and un- unique natural attraction for most traveling families. So what is the best way to explore these areas?
1: No, I think there's there's several options. So you know we do have tour operators that pick up at various hotels, or you meet them at their departing locations, and you know they can provide you with the volcano tour stops along the way. But you have that the plus of it is that you have that knowledgeable guide with you, you know, throughout that day. Mm-hmm. Um, many of those tours will kind of include a nice stop for lunch. It may be a waterfall, take you to the lava tubes, you know, steam vents, the trail walks. And then you have those that who are just wanting to drive on their own at their leisure. Um, right. And you know for those that get up there, I usually try and let them know is always, always just stop at the visitor center. It's gonna be your first stop when you get there because you wanna to talk to the Rangers. You're gonna to wanna to share that, say, I may have three hours. I may have six hours here. What should I do in that time? They just wanna maximize that. Um, But they're going to tell you the best advanced or the easiest hiking trails that you might want to do. They're going to share those stories of the previous eruptions. Um, But that's where I think a lot of the families um, like the educational part of it. They like, the kids like talking to the rangers. They have Mm -hmm. kids programs, junior park ranger programs. And I think for me, I usually, I'm usually there minimum. You know, the second half of the day, I'll go out there. I want to do some of the walks. Okay. Around the park. I do. I continuously, I go to the same place as the steam vent <laughs> lava tube, but it is the size. It's really large and it is the size about the island of Oahu. So a lot of people don't know that too. Yeah. Wow. So Oahu could fit in Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. There is a lot to do up there. I love being up there.
0: Well, so now we're getting to the truly important part of the show where we talk <laughs> we about several very important topics. And at the top of those important topics is food. Uh-huh. So <laughs> what are the places that you would recommend families to try out on their visit to the Big Island? All the way from, you know, the, the famous restaurants to your, your dives to your food trucks, all, everything in between.
1: Yeah. Well, that one's a hard question, right?
0: <laughs> we,
1: there's just so many. And it just depends on where you are you know, which side you are and so forth. But, you know, one thing that I always tell visitors is ask the locals, okay? You know, ask the people that work at the hotel, you know, it's concierge, anybody you talk to or run into, you know, when you're driving, they are more than willing to tell you where their favorite restaurants are. But, you know, some of the really kind of iconic when you're driving around the island, um, if you're heading, say, to the east side and you're passing all you know, the the coastline, the valleys, the waterfalls, you come across text drive-in in in Honoka'a. And they are really known for their Portuguese molasadas or their donuts. Mm -hmm. So you always, everybody just stops there. Everybody's always going to stop there. And of course, get those local plate lunches. And if you're down kind of in the south area, um, Punalu'u Bakery. There's another one that's gonna be on everyone's stop, at least those two. And they are famous and known for their Portuguese sweet bread. And I think throughout Hilo side, Kona side where I live, um, we got the freshest seafood, right? So you can get almost poke bowls at any of the restaurants that are great. You can even get them at the local grocery stores (laughs) and go in and just order your poke bowl. Um, But you can get that throughout, but we're always going to tell you, go here for the shave ice, go here for the local plate lunches um, and remind everybody, you know, the fresh seafood. And I think a lot of us too are just kind of, you know, with, with the support, you know, for our local farmers Yeah. is, you know, try and do the farmer's markets too, because when we talk about food trucks, you know, as well. So some of them are really great, especially, you know, up in Waimea at Parker ranch on a Saturday, you get that, great uh, farmers market experience but you have those food trucks on the side too so those are the kinds of things that yeah you got to stop and just kind of ask some of the local people and they're going to they're going to direct you right to where you need to go perfect <laughs> yeah
2: well rob and i love talking about beaches almost as much as we like talking about food almost <laughs> almost yes, yes. So can you talk about the beautiful multicolored sand beaches that are on the big Island?
1: Yeah. You know, I think I talked earlier, you know, the, the, -hmm. about, you know, people thinking it's a volcanic coastline, you know, those stretch white sand beaches are here and they're mainly up in the Kohala coast, which would be on the the West side up in the North area. And that's where you're going to find those beautiful stretch white sand beaches, um, Hapuna beach and, uh, Oa Bay, which is at the Mauna Kea Resort area, pretty much make it to the top beach list for our island and for the state as well. Um, on the Kona side, yes, not, not not necessarily the stretch sand beach, but that's where you're gonna find those spectacular, like, sport, you know, snorkeling, the diving, the deep sea right. fishing. And, you know, down south, of course, um, and, and actually up north, too, if you're willing to do a little hike down, you can seek out the black sand beaches mm-hmm. as well. Those are amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely yeah.
0: amazing. I love that. Yeah.
1: So Punalu'u down south, you know, where you can, you, you know, sometimes you walk out. And, of course, a lot of times I'm out there and you see people will stop and look for the turtles that are out there, too. Mm-hmm. So that's down Punalu'u. Yeah. So just driving around, but, you know, asking around uh, if you're doing willing to do a little hike as well. You know, um, there are spots, too, that you can go to uh, for the black sand beaches, too. So
0: So what are some of the family friendly resorts that you would recommend on the big island?
1: um, You know, it's um, a lot of them are family friendly, but in different ways. And a lot of them have kids programs, too, um, again, depending on which side of the island. But if you're in Kona, the town itself is very walkable. So if you're, if you're around town, it's easy to walk to the restaurants. It's easy to jump on the snorkeling tours that are out there, jump on a you know, canoe that's out there that that'll um, people want to maybe do a ride with. Um, the restaurants are right there. So you've got hotels and condos like right in the corner side. If you're in Kohala, which is up north, you kind of feel a little bit more private in the location because that's where the hotels and condos are more spread out. Throughout the coast. Okay, so whereas Kona side, you can walk through town up on the Kohala side, golf courses, restaurants, all of that um, are out there. And the pools are great. The families want the pools, right? Right. Um, A lot of the hotels do have the kids' programs. And I think, you know, for keeping the kids busy all day, um, it's about that multiple pool options. And I think, you know, a lot of people look at the Hilton as well. Um, keeping the uh, kids busy all day for the, you know, the great water activity pool kind of thing up there. But, you know, I think all our partners up at the Kohala Coast uh, have really great options for family friendly, just activities in general.
2: So, you know, we touched on this a little in last week's show, but can you talk about some of the ways that Hawaii is encouraging responsible tourism?
1: Yeah, sure. You know, it's great because, you know, I think we, we seem to be at that time where it's not just locals, but visitors wanting to kind of reconnect just with themselves, with nature, with right. family, with each other's, and, and they want to do it responsibly. So our clientele now kind of shows interest in learning more about not just Hawaiian history, Hawaiian culture. They want to interact. They want to be immersed in some of the local activities, the festivals, but they want to, the term is malama in Hawaii. And you may have heard others speak to it. Malama means to give back. Oh, okay, yeah. So our state is just finding more ways and has been working with a lot of our hotels, with a lot of our local nonprofit organizations, just in ways to connect the visitors with more volunteer opportunities. So likely you can go to the hotel you're staying at and they may have a list of things that you kind of, whatever interest you might have. So it can be, activities could range from something like beach cleanup, to reforestation, to reef protection. Um, so, you know, I think the program um, has gained popularity mm. and it, it's great because the visitors are looking for that, something to take back, something to make their trip memorable. And it also gives back to the community as well. So that they can find, if people want to just check it out, the GoHawaii.com website is kind of like a your, like your go-to for everything, including what Malama opportunities there are throughout the state. You know, they'll, you can pinpoint the island, but it'll be listed throughout the state.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great lessons for the kids too. Yeah, that's, that's yeah absolutely. Epic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, let's talk festivals. Can you talk about some of the, the festivals you. that take place on the Big Island? No, understanding the world that we're living in now, but yeah, under normal times, what are some of the, the festivals that take place?
1: Well, you two probably just want to know about the food festivals, but we're going to divert. <laughs> well, I that. mean, no, no, <laughs> I we know. didn't want to say yes, expand our horizons
0: a little bit, but yes, yes. we're always interested
1: in the I food. know. Yeah, food festivals <laughs> are always great. We flock to those. Um, <laughs> and actually, you know, coming up in, what, no... Well, I think, you know, sports here. Anything outdoors is huge here, right? Um, Iron Man. Yeah, okay? we do have the World Iron Man World Triathlon here. Nice. Um, nice. That's going to happen. Yeah, still happening in October. Um, so a lot of to do with outdoors, um, festivals, activities. We do have um, a lot of sport fishing, the International Billfish Tournament as well. It's kind of, you know, what we're known for as well. Queen Lili'iokalani, it's the largest world um, long-distance canoe race, too. So that covers some of the outdoor. um, As far as even like the food festival coming up in November, the Kona Coffee Cultural Festival. So it's a multi-day event, um, Mm -hmm. but it's been going over 50 years now. Um, So it'll be fun this year because, again, like you say, times are different and Mm -hmm. we're looking forward as that one is still on the books right now. So think that'll happen, but throughout Kona, throughout our coffee farms, there's um, coffee picking contests, cupping contests. Um, there's a parade, there's, you know, so many different things to do even in the little towns, but it focuses on the, the coffee farms that are around. So a lot of people will go from farm to farm, check it out. Um, but that's kind of big for us. And aside from that, of course, things like the International Film Festival, we have the Merry Monarch, which is um, our hula festival. It's just world-renowned hula festival. And Hawaii as a state, as Hawaii Food Festival as well. And, and then of course you got some of the local, you know, like the Kamehameha, uh, King Kamehameha. So there's things focuses, that focus around some local uh, honorary events as well. So lots to do, I'd say for anybody coming in, you know, always check and look for some calendar of events. You just don't want to miss anything. It might be the ukulele festival just happening around the corner. So always just check out what's what's going on.
0: I want to see Danny. Danny can play just about any stringed instrument that that's been created. So I'd like to see him uh,
2: participate in that festival. There you go. I'm not gonna hula dance though, but
1: that's.
2: (laughs) I bet we could get you to hula dance. Come on. (laughs) I'm not saying there's a picture of me in a hula skirt from when I was there, but uh, it may exist.
1: That was you.
2: That was me. (laughs) (laughs) It's on the Go Hawaii side. We didn't do that. It
0: is.
2: (laughs) It's on my Facebook page actually, but uh, we won't go there. (laughs) All right. So uh, last time, I'm putting you on the spot here. (laughs) What are your personal favorite places on the island
1: no i think for me um special is hawaii volcanoes national Park. It's definitely top of yeah. my list you know when i'm up there i look forward to it i get excited i get just mystified when i'm there i get mesmerized i think mm-hmm. I like to go there in the afternoon, do some of the trails, do the lava tube. I still talk to the Black Rangers, you know, what's going on, the steam vents. But I love being there in the afternoon because I want to be there when the sun starts setting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, kind of watching what happens when the, and you see the sun go down you see kind of when it's dark, mm-hmm. what best place to be up there. You're in upper elevation, but those beautiful stars that are night, you know, out there at oh, yeah. night. So I love being there at night too. Okay. And it's just pretty special. I think I, I just kind of, kind of find myself getting lost up there, just knowing that I'm in the presence of this active volcano. Yeah, absolutely. So you can get lost in that a sure. lot. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and you know, I also love kind of anything, oceans. So snorkeling. Oh yeah. Kialakikua Bay, it's also known as Captain Cook Bay. And I think there's a lot of history, you know, in the parks, but there's a lot of like petroglyph trails too, mm-hmm. you know, especially up north. So just kind of finding those those kinds of things. But it, you know, even for the visitors, I think we all like to share that so that mm-hmm. they can take home something too, yeah. you know. And right. Yeah, so it's kind of important for us to kind of make sure that our visitors you know, talk to, well, even the hotels, look at the Malama program, um, take in some sort of cultural activity. They might have a hotel or they kind of might head out nearby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Awesome. Well, for more information on visiting the big island, consult your travel agent or go to (laughs) gohawaii.com. And Deanna, thank you so much for being on the show. This was amazing. Oh, Thank my you pleasure. So
1: much. Aloha yeah. to both of you. We'll Aloha. see you at one of the food festivals, huh? I hope so. Here you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: All right. Aloha.
0: If you're ready to plan your next family vacation to the Big Island, I would love to help. As a certified travel associate, my services are always free to my clients. Drop me a line at rjones@starstufftravel.com at and let's start planning your Hawaiian vacation today. That does it for this show. Make sure and join us next week for another episode of The Family Vacationer. Till next time.
1: Thank you for listening to The Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.